Hello and welcome to Coffee Milk. I'm Mark Laporte. And I'm Mitch DiPaolo. Mind the lisp or anything if you can hear it because I, I just got back from the dentist and they numbed up the right side of my face. The best part was I haven't gone to the dentist in a while. He told me, he's like, okay, you could rinse out. And I was swishing around my mouth and it's coming out the right hand side because my face was numb. I couldn't keep my lips together. I, I'm just like, I'm so sorry. I got it all over the instruments and everything. It was all thing. Okay, that is uh, uh that that is quite the the snippet for the mind right there. That was fun. Did you see that Mint Mobile got bought out by T-Mobile? No. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds Mint Mobile? Yes. Got yeah. bought out by T-Mobile. How yeah. much? I've been seeing his ads all over YouTube ever since it came out. Oh yeah. His, his thing was like was just like, "Oh, it's going to be simple. $15 a month per line and it's cheap and there's no hidden fees." And that was his thing. Right. He just pushed that which seemed really creative. So he, he yeah, he created he created a uh, a mobile phone service under T-Mobile with T-Mobile service cuz you know how it's like there's only like how many main providers? Sprint, Verizon, Sprint. No, but T-Mobile. Sprint got bought out. I'm not paying attention to any of the acquisitions and I really should. 1.35 billion dollars. So they were using T-Mobile's network? I believe so. And then T-Mobile just bought them out. Yep. Got so big that T-Mobile bought them out. $1.35 billion. Oh, yeah. $1.35 billion. And they said it was uh, oh. a deal of 39% cash and 61% of the stock. Yep. I, I guess that's a... He makes $337 million from that. $337 made $337? Yeah, from the sale. He owned 25% of it. And, he, and he's like a movie star, right? Yeah, you know Ryan Reynolds, right? Yeah, he, he did like Green Lantern and it sucked. Yo, Green yeah, he did Deadpool. Green Lantern, I Oh, just, I he just, does Deadpool? Yeah, he's Deadpool. Yeah, I never watched a lot of those movies. Like, you don't watch any movies. Comics or... You don't catch any of my references. Yeah, but like... You I gotta watch, get better. I watch Sandlot. <laughs> One movie. You need to watch My Cousin Man. Monster House. Never seen it. Um, If it's a cartoon, I haven't seen it. Except like Big Hero 6. That my nieces loved, so... Despicable I... Me. Okay. Minions okay. movie. You gotta love the Minions. The, the Minions are the best. Another follower on Facebook. Sorry. Uh, so Mint Mobile, do you have anything uh, else with that? Um, Because that's just insane. I mean, $1.3 billion. Okay, so the original founders of Mint are still gonna carry on like the brand. It's not like it's gonna go away. Right, they still... Get like absorbed by T-Mobile. Right. No, it's just a subsidiary Yeah. T-Mobile. Okay. So why do they, do you know why T-Mobile would buy them out just to... Because you have more customers. I'm guessing, yeah. More money. They want to take their customers. Well, yeah, they probably figure 1.35. to jack up the price, you think? Yes. It, that's what I thought. It's like, I mean, he's maybe making that... so much money that, or T-Mobile's making so much money that they could just buy out the whole thing. It's like, oh, you started up this whole service. Everyone's buying this. So now I'm just going to buy all your customers. They can buy up to a that's point. Crazy. Like nothing can be a monopoly. Okay, I see. Speaking of Ryan Reynolds, have you, you gotta? Are you in a soccer at all? I hate soccer. I hate soccer too. I start. Well, I mean, I'll watch it if I if 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 it's on. But like, I I will not go to watch soccer or be interested in it. I don't. I'm not interested in any sports. Oh, no, good. Yeah, no, yeah, no sports. Hockey. No, that's crazy. No. Okay, well, for soccer, there's a show on Apple TV. It's called Ted Lasso. Fantastic show. It's about an American who moves to Wales, I want to say, and he he becomes the manager of a soccer team, and he's not a soccer coach. He's he was a football coach. The whole reason that this he became um, the soccer coach was the wife who owns the company. She wants to bury the company, so she got pretty much the worst coach known to man, and he acted okay. up. Hey, but it's just it's a great comedy that kind of gave me a little appreciation for soccer. But then Hulu came out with its own documentary called Welcome to Wrexham. Ryan Reynolds and the guy Mac from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I don't know if you've seen that, but if you haven't, I highly recommend that one. It's hilarious. But they bought a Welsh soccer team. And the whole documentary is on the soccer team, but also the town around the soccer team. So it was almost like watching a real-life Ted Lasso. It was amazing. So now I have a favorite soccer team. I watch soccer a lot, and it's Wrexham. But I think everybody's on board with that because it was it was an amazing documentary, and I highly recommend you check it out. Yeah, I should just hop on the bandwagon too for Wrexham. 
Well, I hopped on it before everybody else, okay? <laughs> they only have like 20,000 oh, followers. Oh, so you're, you're in the conductors. See, I'm straight. I'm an early adopter. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like soccer. It's all right. Oh, it, it was always so big and situate. You never had any good sports here. Yeah, I was forced to play, and I hated it. No, I didn't. Oh, like yeah, played. I didn't play. I would. I would just, just be in the middle of the field, like with my shirt over my head, <laughs> walking in circles. It was funny. Oh, I can see a little shortcoming from that. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna get a kid with the, his shirt over his head and just in circles. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it was last Sunday when you asked me for. Uh, you know, permission to go on our Facebook page. Didn't even know you had a Facebook account. Thanks for adding me as a friend, you dick. Yeah, when I went on it, because I had looked at it on Friday, and I don't know what happened between Friday and Sunday, but when I looked at it giving you admin access, I saw that we had 70 notifications, and I said, well, what the hell yeah. is this? And it seems like Facebook algorithm, two weeks later, decides to push one video of ours. And, I mean, for me, it's gone viral because... When we when I created five shorts, I tried to do 30 shorts in 30 days. Making a short has to be the hardest thing I have done. And I do some long-form videos that take four hours to edit, maybe five hours to edit. But doing shorts, they take me two and a half to three hours to edit. It's insane. I, because I now I'm that. I, I... Well, what I do is I'll, I'll do the screen record using OBS Studios and then... I will create this short, so you have to have the 1080 by 1920 resolution. So it's screen recording the whole thing, and then when I edit it, I have to move it in the right spot, and then I have to do the voiceover, and it's really hard to time my voiceover for the four seconds I allow myself for like a single clip. Oh, so you do four seconds at a time, then you cut? I try to do four to six, unless the, the app that I'm reviewing has a lot of different features. I'll try and do like two seconds max per cut so it's like today we're talking about cactus ai then this cut but i also try and add sound effects too so now i have a folder of a boatload of sound effects and i noticed the whooshes little bubble pops and the enter key three big ones i see on a lot of shorts yeah it's since i've been doing uh since i created the five shorts i started watching other people's shorts and seeing where I was what I was missing out on and I realized sound effects are a thing because my talking I always thought I was an enthusiastic guy but it sounds very monotone when yeah, I hear it too. so I'm like oh well that sucks so I start adding sound effects maybe we could get a, a voice AI thing to help out with that for the podcast for me <laughs> I really want to try that today I, I it seems like it takes a couple of minutes to add your voice in because they want you to read like 70 different sentences and then after three to five minutes, boom! It'll have your your it'll have your voice. It'll have your inflections. It'll have everything. Oh yeah, I have that's to remember scary. the name of that. Scary. Oh, it's beautiful. It's scary because now deep fakes. We can do that for like anyone's voice. Like I heard a commercial today for like Kia or something, and they had Donald Trump's voice in it. Oh, are you kidding me? Have you seen on? And I've never heard that before on TikTok and on Instagram. They have these videos now where it's. Barack Obama, Joe Biden, and Donald Trump all playing Call of Duty. Oh, great. It's um, Oh, wait, that's been around for a while. People can actually... Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, i just been saying that in the past. I, I think you're saying that's a good idea. It's hilarious it because mine. there's a couple people who are doing it, and they grew their following like no tomorrow. So that really... I mean, seeing Facebook pushing that one video, we only, I mean, we have 12,000 followers, but when I created it, we had seven followers on our Facebook page. On Sunday, when I looked at it, we had 99 followers. Today, we have 252. Wow. So it's like, it's just kind of growing exponentially. So now I'm seeing the power have of short pushed, content. Have we pushed all of our podcast episodes out onto Facebook? No. I might do that soon. One at a time. Clearly, the hack is reels, the shorts. Okay. Oh, I totally forgot that Facebook added their own short scroll yeah. section. It's called reels, and that's so why. No one goes on the normal, like. Not really, unless it's like family or friends. Oh. Uh, but yeah, no. Nope. So I would, like, short form video is, is king. Oh, it's right now. It's everything. It's not going anywhere. But people's attention spans are getting shorter. Oh, yeah. Which is why That's I highly recommend two clips, uh, two seconds per clip max. That's what I was doing when I was recording it with my phone. 
on the on the screen. Right. It was working pretty good, but then you get the glare and the ref reflection. Yep. But what about the screen flicker? Did you have a screen flicker? No. But you could see it was a screen, like really clearly. You could tell, like yeah. I was recording on a laptop. Nobody cares. Don't, I, I've seen those videos go crazy viral on Instagram and TikTok. Maybe I should do it. I still haven't gotten that algorithm to. Who's that who guy? Social T Pro. I don't know. Who, who we saw first, and um, he, he he holds up the phone. He goes, "Here are three uh three websites you need." He, he, Yes. Showcases TinyWow a lot. Yeah. TinyWow.com. That's exactly where I got the idea from because I, we're stressing about how we're going to film it. And he stuff. does that, right? He just, yes. He just literally- And he show his own desk yeah. and everything. See, I don't want to- I'm in my living room, so it's kind of weird. I mean, that's why I, I get try and get drop closer as-, as close No, as then possible. it looks like shit for me. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I don't know. I say stop. Maybe, but... maybe I'm analysis paralysis on it a bit and should just post one, but- I mean, you see, you saw my first video. It was shit. The second video was the one that's shit. Is viral. The other four videos I put more time into, and it's gotten less views than the than the first one. It's the second video they seem to love, and they are pushing it. I don't know. I'm I'm just very excited. Yeah. So that just brings me to when the possibility on, of YouTube. When I went on Facebook and saw that, the, it, I actually woke up one day and I opened up Facebook, and then we got a giant like. Uh, I got a giant pop-up saying, congratulations, one of your oh. uh, short-form videos. You didn't get it? No. <laughs> yeah, like... You should have taken a picture of that and saved it for me. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I should have screenshotted it. But it was like, congrats, try and make another one to top that. And I and I didn't. I still didn't do it yet. I'm totally creating a, a short today. I kind of wanted that. I want to try it, too. I was going to do it for maybe all these days. It's too much. It's too much for me. At some point, we can totally outsource that sort of thing. I think doing it on the phone is how you how you pump them out. You got to record it with your phone. Still takes me at the same time. No, but then you don't edit it. You just do it one shot. No, because I still need the sound effects. I still need the yeah. So click the click the buttons while you're recording the video. What buttons? Like the mouse, like when you switch tabs, like... Oh, that's... No, I'm not doing five things at once because that's how the video is going to come out like shit. You do one thing, and then you do the voiceover, and then you add the sound effects. That's how I do it. I have a process. I like my process. Yeah. I I am so... I love editing videos, and I didn't I don't realize know how you it. do. Huh? I don't know how you do. Because... This just reinvigorated it for me. When I saw 12,000 views on our damn reel, yeah. and I know that's not viral by any stretch of the imagination. It's pretty damn good. But when your page only has seven followers, and then you grow to 251 in less than two weeks, I don't know, it, it, it's really exciting for me. YouTube's kind of pushing things for me. They're slow as hell. TikTok, same thing. Every video well, I put up, they flag for me. They're like, we removed it because it goes against our community guidelines. I appeal every time, and they, they're like, oh, yeah, you're right. So I think they're somehow throttling me, but once I get out of that throttle, I think we're going to blow up on TikTok, and um, YouTube, hopefully before they you, ban it. YouTube might have a sandbox effect, a little bit of like a time delay before you actually start getting pushed. 100%, and that's what... I feel like I'm lisping. <laughs> you feel like you're lisping. I got a numb mouth. But my lip actually feels better now. I guess yeah. maybe talking helped. But YouTube, no, they said that YouTube, it happens. Uh, one guy was like, I posted shorts for 60 days or so. And it might have been around day 45 that the earlier shorts he posted started go gaining a lot of traction. Uh, I see. And then he started seeing like 20 million views on his YouTube short. And I'm thinking, holy shit. I mean, you can't, I can't get that on a long form video. The most I got is from a video we did at the at the shop I work at and it was even by fluke that we did it, it was on rust I think that got it's at a million views right now oh wow so I was pretty happy about that damn that's pretty good well that's why I know you can totally do so well with YouTube because I do it at my job do you have a blog post on that on pro shaper too yes I, I took how to remove rust I took the top 10 videos and I transcribed them, and then I, I created 10 posts for the, the nice. website. And it's funny because now I'm constantly getting emails from people who want to do, um, like, a paid posting. Like, they'll pay to post on our site to have a link back to them. I don't want to do that, though, because, Why? Like, because I don't want garbage on the site. 
and the site is oh, already so ranking okay. so well. You, you haven't gotten any good backlinks, basically. Oh well, I mean backlinks to their site, not backlinks from from their site. Okay. Like I don't care who links to us. I mean, somebody just put our YouTube, our um, our website on a forum for shrinking desks, how to remove dents from cars and stuff. Okay. We sold out of shrinking desks in like two days. And I, wow. Yeah, for the last three weeks, I've been pounding out shrinking desks, and it's that's, just a weird. That's what people underestimate about like the internet in general. It's like you can create something, you make a lot of content, and even if you you don't um, intend on like getting sales by advertising, people will do it for you. It's, it's nuts because people want to find the best solution to their problem. That's also why I think Facebook is doing so well because the number of shares from that one video might be at like 40 or 50 so that they're sharing it to their friends and then their friends are seeing it. And Yeah, it, I'm seeing a lot of people share them, share the videos. And I didn't think Facebook, I thought Facebook was going to be the hardest one. No, no, I thought it was going to be the easiest one. TikTok and YouTube. No, it's YouTube. YouTube's totally the hardest one to crack, but I'm going to crack that. And it's only because I'm doing shorts right now and I don't understand shorts. I do long form content. Okay. That's so why we're going to change our coffee milk Facebook group into a side hustle Facebook group. Yes. Yeah, so we're just going to post a bunch of shorts in there. No, 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 no. How does that, how does a Facebook group work? You just have a group. It's just like a discord chat. I mean, that's it. It's just a community helping one another. And asking questions. Like, that's the whole thing of a Facebook group. Okay, so our reels could traffic people to the group, though. No. No? How do we get people I mean, to the group? you could if you put it in the short, but I would rather have them go to the Facebook page as opposed to the group. Because a group, you can only monetize really from um, affiliates. Whereas a page... The if Facebook you monetize... group, you monetize with affiliates? Well, yeah. I thought Facebook paid you directly. For the group? Yeah. No. You sure? Why would Facebook pay for the group? Because you got people. What's the benefit to Facebook that you have a group? I mean. I think you get ads displayed in the group and then Facebook pays you. I don't know about that. Not for Facebook groups. Okay. I thought you get paid for ads on like the shorts or, or the videos you put up. So you're saying if you put up 10 shorts. I thought you were going to Google it. If you put up 10 shorts on Facebook, you can get paid for that? Yeah, I think they get enough views. It's like YouTube. YouTube, they have, uh, for long-form content, it was 4,000 hours and 1,000 subscribers. And for shorts, it might be 1,000 subscribers, like 20,000 hours watched or something. I don't know. Yeah, do you get paid for Facebook groups? I thought, you know, Facebook group, it's great because you're the admin and you can then recommend people different tools and stuff. And if you have the affiliate link... It's a great way to earn commissions on things. I thought that Facebook paid you directly because that's what my friend told me, but I don't know. That would be sweet. But yes, Mitch made a Facebook group. It's called Coffee Milk right now, so if you want to join, join up. But it will be changed to something else really soon. Something side hustles. No, we'll just put the name now. Okay, so now we have our Facebook group from Coffee Milk. Now it's called Cyber Hustle Haven. Thank you, ChatGPT. Yeah, that's a good place to ask us questions too. Or if you have any ideas or anything we should mention on the podcast, you can also drop it in there. You know, send us a message even. Oh, the Facebook page. Yeah. Okay, so Microsoft recently announced their co-pilot, and I believe it's built on the back of built like on top of gpt4 which uh was also released yesterday did you watch the uh the live stream for it oh no i didn't know they had a live stream yeah it was pretty cool they showed how you can connect it with discord and how you can feed images and then it will tell you what the image is but i think that's only through the api i don't think that's available in their interface yet and a lot of the things that they claim it can do aren't really available in the interface and it's kind of sad if you ask it a question it'll still say it has like a limited uh, knowledge. Uh, limited so knowledge cutoff. <clears throat> GPT-4 has me psyched, though. Have you been oh, playing with it? It's pretty good. Yeah, I used it for my notes and stuff today. I only used it for a Facebook post, but I saw that it made emojis for me. I didn't I didn't know if it could Oh, yeah, it could always make emojis. Oh, okay. I, I feel like, like, wow, this is new. A lot of the things that it can do now, it's just chat GPT just with a little bit better. It's it's It, it understands what the user wants better so that's why it gives you better outputs i feel like you could get the same outputs out of 
regular chat GPT three right. or three point five, you just had to like maybe use a prompting tool like AI PRM or just make a better prompt in general. Right. So uh yeah, Microsoft released their copilot and it works in the whole uh Microsoft three sixty five uh suite, they call it I guess. Right. Google also released theirs. I don't know what their name is. I know they released uh one model called Palm. It's like a two hundred fifty billion parameter model but people say just because it's bigger doesn't necessarily mean it's better yeah that it's kind of just like a race right now between microsoft google and oh this open is... ai and a lot of things are being built on top of open ai so it's it's kind of weird this it's is weird to see it all unfold practically the um the space race oh yeah so, 540 billion parameters palm sorry okay. that's insane yeah so the uh, the 365 Copilot, just like the Google Suite, you know how you have you have Docs, Google Docs for um, Google, but Microsoft Word for Microsoft. Microsoft Word is Google Docs equivalent, so it's the same. Well, they Google have a... Docs is the Microsoft Word. Yeah, Let's get that one straight. Yeah. Okay. So they they have a Copilot that works along with you in any mode you're in. So if you're working on a spreadsheet, you're working on a a slides presentation you're working in a just a regular doc you can ask the ai to do anything for you and it will input images if you're working on a slide it'll make you excel formulas it'll analyze data in excel and then make a graph for the data so like you can input like raw data that doesn't make any sense right and then it will make sense if it tell you why say it's for a business it'll tell you why you lost profits it's it's pretty amazing, and if you say you have a document, it'll go through it, edit it for you, stuff like that. See I the think, usual. I think that's out right now. Perfect time for us to start creating our own thing because I don't even know where jobs are going to be soon. I can't wait to use this copilot. It's it, it's going to be amazing. I won't have to copy and paste. It really has me at a loss for words. That's why it's we gotta get ours right now because a year, two years from now. All the jobs we'd be applying for are going to be gone. It's like, no, we got AI. AI. Why do we need an office person? Yeah. It's like I, I have always struggled from like getting started whenever I'm writing something and then I'll get like halfway through it and then I'll read it and then I'll think it's all terrible and I'll get rid of it all. And I'm I'm really not that good of a writer. Right. So I just, I can like, many people will say, oh yeah, I wrote three blog posts today, like 10 blog posts today. And I'm like, oh man. I, I I did six with AI. I didn't write anything, and I thought that was a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, but it really helps when you struggle with writer's block. It's like having a person sitting next to you asking you, okay, what do you want help writing with? And it's like, it's not like it's help. It's writing it for you. So. Oh, yeah. But it, it's just that. Like, I'll look, stare at that blank screen for God knows how long. I can't figure out that first yeah. sentence. It's like... You just tell it, eh, give me a couple of sentences, and then you just can flow with it. Yeah. Well, I can, but I just need that initial spark. I like I when it just writes everything for me. Oh, yeah. It's such a good feeling. I still find I need to go through it and change some things. Yeah, uh, for sure. A little editing, but it's it's become my best friend practically. Yeah. And that is sad. I got no friends. Yeah, I'm not sure of the release date of when they're going to start rolling out uh, both the Google and... Uh, Microsoft Assistant, but it's got to be within the next week. I, I, everything is changing, like every super fast two weeks, yep. every week you're getting something. Yep. What beginning of April is going to be the next Chat GPT iteration? Yeah, uh, April twelfth, sixteen. Yeah, because right now it's like in beta, and it'll um, it'll probably fully integrate itself with everything. Oh yeah. And I'm just. Oh, and then it's going to have access to the web, and it's going to be nuts. But we'll see about that. What's the uh, image thing you use? The image creator. Mid-Journey? Mid-Journey. Yes. They got the new one. I... Did you try it? It's like you're reading my script. Well, I saw it on the news. I didn't, I yeah. didn't actually look into it. <laughs> um, Yes, I did see the new Mid-Journey version 5, and it is amazing. I remember getting Mid-Journey version 4, and everything looked a lot clearer, and it understood things. But, you know, the facial features would be messed up, and everyone's face would look like a ghost. They'd have 10 fingers. But now... Perfect. It's, it's amazing. Oh, God. It's amazing. <laughs> I still want to see how it, well it does with board games. Because when I did Mid-Journey... To that point. It was like, make a, a board game or, you know, show a family well, playing Settlers of Catan. You do have to... You kind of have to figure out to 
a way to break it and get it to give you a board game first, and then it will understand it. Oh, really? If Yeah, if I understand correctly, it's kind of like a game of getting what you want sometimes for something specific like that. See, you're the chief AI officer of this company, so I expect you to be I asking us over to I'm going to keep on throwing that at you. Got to... Gotta make you remember. I don't even know how to code an AI. That's... I've never, I've never done anything in Python. No, you know what the chief AI officer does? It just shows how well in, uh, AI could integrate in whatever company. It's just, can you use it? That's it. That's it. You can get a ten-year-old off the street who could be a chief AI officer. I was talking to my friend Mike the other day. I hadn't talked to him in a while, and he, uh, he works with his family. Uh, they have an alarm, alarm system. Oh, nice. They've been doing a lot of AI stuff recently, and he's been saying that they use ChatGPT to do a lot of their, a lot of their writing for their business. Oh, absolutely! Outreach, to... marketing, and yeah, good for them. <laughs> See, now that's a company that's going to succeed. If you don't adapt, you're going to die. Oh this yeah, this thing will eat you alive, and it's going to be faster than you it's, say. It's not the it's not the thing to well, it is the thing, but it's other people using it. Yeah. I saw a tweet today, and they're like. People who, like people who aren't using AI or aren't embracing AI, are already falling behind. One hundred, and again, it's it's at such a speed that you don't catch up. Because what you learn about today is different tomorrow. It's actually different ten minutes from now. Oh, be done the one of the really interesting thing about the um, what should I call it? The Copilot AI tools, right? For Google and Microsoft, is it's not just going to be working along with you. It's also kind of going to be it's going to have access to that at all times if you give it access to it, obviously. So then you're about to go into a meeting or something and you have all these documents spread out. You could say, organize all of this stuff for the meeting. Okay. Or you can say, and, and it will pull in a docs. It will pull in a spreadsheet. It will pull in um, a summarization of your last meeting. Yeah, when your meeting's over, you can have it summarize your meeting if you didn't get there. I mean, the court transcriptionist, is she going to be out of a job? Oh yeah, just have a recording. Yeah, like you know how you do it. Yeah, when you're like a high roller or something, and you're involved with a lot of different uh, projects, you'll have someone kind of follow you around and brief you before your meetings, because it's kind of difficult to do all that at once. That's gonna the AI is gonna replace that. This thing's gonna be a schedule. It's gonna be well, everything. people are probably gonna enjoy having an assist, uh, actual human be their assistant. Well, absolutely. Making that much money, but but that's what I consider the chief AI officer. It's like, okay, your job is to just use the AI to make my life easy. Yeah, it's gonna just level up all the newbies. Yes, in a way, it's really it, gonna it, put everybody right. on equal footing ground. Yeah, it is. It if is. you know what you're doing. Yeah, I'm so excited, bud. I'm so excited. Yeah, gonna be using AI to uh, really get the YouTube stuff and the shorts and videos. Uh, a lot better. Make it write a script for you because that's what kind of takes up a little bit of time. Then the voiceover and syncing it all up. That's kind of a pain. It seems like you have to do a lot more now, but it's easier. And the outcome is 10 times what you have done would have done without the assistance of AI. It's like I could work for five hours and trying to make a perfect graphic for a logo. Or I can have AI do it, and then all I got to do is add the text, make sure the font's right, and maybe it takes me an hour instead of five. I mean, there still is the time element, but you just get better results. You know anything about licensing music? Nope. Do you know what licensing music is? No. Like when you have an artist, Taylor yeah. Swift or something, they create a song, and then Dove wants to use it in their commercial. Yeah, they, they license. Pay. Yeah, they have to pay a big amount for that commercial. Like how you use artwork and designs. Yes, exactly. I found a great website this week and we're signed up for. We got the trial run for 14 days. Kind of interesting. You can license music for one YouTube video. It costs 15 bucks a month just to be a subscriber. And then for each song, it's 8 bucks. So for 8 bucks, any I can get song? any uh well anything in their library and they have a rather extensive like Spotify but for music licensing. Yeah. But it's for one YouTube video. They'll they'll connect to your YouTube account. So if you get a copyright infringement or whatnot from YouTube, Good. they'll take uh, yeah exactly. They'll show no he we have the license for it. It's all set. But it's for one video. So you, if you want to use the song in ten videos, it'll be eighty bucks. But cool. you know how crazy that is eight dollars for a song. That's insane for music. You could create a music video on the song. One time fee. One time fee for one video. 
Yeah, but one yeah, one time fee per video. Yes. Wow. Yes. Oh man. I think that's just reposting the song for people to listen to. Why you why you always gotta do that? That's such a good idea. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Just, just actually putting a song a bunch of songs and have the license and you get and then just put the lyrics yeah. on it. Yeah. Just do Yeah, the lyrics, whatever. Uh, so you can literally do a YouTube channel. It will cost you eight bucks a song. So if you had a hundred songs on there, are the top songs, and people always YouTube that stuff. I mean, think about that. That's actually beautiful. If you follow Trent, oh, do you think they get trending songs? I don't know. I'm actually going to look at it. Right if they now. add new songs constantly, and you follow the trending songs, you could probably make yep. a killing doing yep. that. Because if you just break eight dollars, like the minute you get monetized, if you're getting, I mean, music is like. People go back to it multiple times. Exactly. I can't tell you how many times I go back to the same music video uh, from the, well, I mean, the music videos from the 80s, but. Uh, yeah. Uh, excuse me. It's only been up for 10 years or so, but you see the numbers on some of those music videos. I didn't even think about that. I didn't think to just use the song for the song. Your whole YouTube channel is just songs. You got one YouTube channel. Boom. That's it. Cost you $8 per video if you edit it yourself. And with the song, all you do is put lyrics in. Have it transcribed, put the lyrics in. Outstanding. Okay, so that's a fantastic side hustle, and I am going to be doing that. I'm actually going to be doing that today. So that's a new YouTube channel. All right. I'll let you know. Hey, there's your next YouTube channel. Yeah, I'll let you guys know how it works. Yeah, $8 a track, uh, $15 a month. Yeah, that's kind of how I think. It's like the minute I hear something, it's like, okay, what's the best way you can exploit that without doing any work? Pretty much. But- you know, that n might not always work. Well, there's no such thing as not doing any work. Yeah. Uh, I don't, even when they say, oh, yeah, you could have AI make uh, YouTube videos for you. Yeah, the the videos still kind of suck. Oh, because in a it, year, they're not gonna. Well, they don't, I mean, once it went, when it can make its own footage, then no. Anything is possible. I think that's what we're waiting on next. I think it's here, but it's just Oh, it probably is just in some crazy data. It's like days. where the images were, what, two years ago? Yeah. A year ago? But I think, it, but now it's, it's so much faster. So if it's not here now, it's in one month, well, I guarantee you in two weeks, you're going to be reading about it. Yeah, they, because they I call said. it a sigmoid curve. We're on a sigmoid curve, a curve, curve of growth for the AI and technology right now. I don't even think. That's what they say, you know, that like the it bell curve. Up, or, yep. And then it curves yeah. and then goes straight and kind of gradually goes up. Oh, okay. So it's not a bell curve. It's because it's funny. I mean, I'd still say we're in the infancy of AI, and there's not a lot of adopters, but yet there are already a yeah. lot of adopters. Yeah. And ChatGPT has a comment on this. Okay, so it says, "Picture this: in not too in the not too distant future, tech and business ha has merged in a mind blowing way. Companies now create cutting edge business robots that can autonomously autonomously found and manage their own startups." These robots can analyze market trends, make strategic decisions, and even network with other robot CEOs at virtual conferences. As a result, a whole new world of innovation emerges. Awesome. That's ChatGPT's idea on it. That's pretty scary if you think about it. I mean, like, that's a language model that's just trained to predict what word comes next. And that's what it comes out with. I robots doing work instead of us. That, that's what's happening. I think it's Renaissance, man. I'm gonna Google. It, it just makes so much sense because like it's already taking over so many people's like content, like so much. But yeah, it's, it's gonna take away. When do you think we're gonna see the first robot, like robot-run business, like hundred percent autonomous business? I don't know, because do we have one? Before you read that, I didn't think it was. I mean, they really they are passing a law that gives AI rights to what it creates. Oh, well, there goes that movie. Robin Williams, he was a robot. Like it can invent, it can it can file for patents or whatnot. Oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Like imagine that. It's like you you, you, you invent something and you're like, oh, I'm going to patent it. Oh, wait. <laughs> Chat GPT already filed a patent for it. Damn it. And it's at the speed of thought. You know, it's faster than that. Like, yeah. you think about it, if AI picks up it's on it. It's going to be really scary once they perfect everything, because the speed at which you get your article written, and imagine on their end how fast it's generated. They have to bring that over to us. So imagine on their end, if they were just working on 
their computer alone, what they could achieve. Like, it just blows my mind. It's Bicentennial Man, uh, Robin Williams movie, 1999. He plays a, like a butler, a robot butler to his family. But there's something different about him. He is almost sentient, like, because he he starts carving his own little miniature wooden horses and then clocks, and then he sells the clocks. And the, the owner of him wants to create a bank account for him so he could have money. I'm like, well, what's a robot need money for? And the robot's like, well, to buy things. And he's like, and then he essentially wants to be considered a real person at the end, and that's what he's fighting for and everything because he's he is unique. He builds his own things. He doesn't look at diagrams. It's like all in his head and kind of a cool movie. But I guess they already... They ruined that movie by already saying that AI can uh, be its own, its own thing. Damn it! Yeah, I don't doubt it. I don't. I don't. That that movie is, is now a stone's throw away from reality. That's funny. I think we're a stone's throw away from any Simpsons episode. You, you ever see that? Like yeah. Simpsons have predicted they predict everything. It's mm, awesome. The Simpsons predicted all. You had some exciting stuff happen this week. Oh uh, yeah, I uh, signed up for Uber Eats. I got accepted, tried it out. Uh, the first first day I tried it out, it was, what, Thursday afternoon. I was in, like, the Cranston area. <laughs> and it took me all around. And I, I just kind of accepted the trips the first day I did it because I didn't want to get a, ter- a terrible um, acceptance rate because that matters. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. It, like, so you go out to, the, to wherever, wherever restaurants are. You pull out your phone. You hit go online. And then all of a sudden, you'll get an order. And it'll, like, pop up. It's not like you can choose. Oh, okay. It's like, sometimes you can if multiple pop up at once. Okay. But that's pretty rare in this area, at least. Like, if I was in the heart of Providence, then, yeah, it could be constant. Right. But, yeah, takes over your entire screen and then says, here, here's the order. Pick up from here, deliver to there. Uh, It'll give you the total time and the... Uh, total amount of miles, which is sometimes wrong. And then it will give you the total estimated payout. <clears throat> and the estimated payout is the compensation you get for the trip, including the tip. But they can change the tip. That's the thing. So you don't always make as much as it says you do when it pops up and you hit accept. So it's kind of misleading. Who changes the tip? The person or Uber? Oh, yeah, the person. No, you can change a tip afterwards? So... I believe so. Well, that's some horse shit. Yeah. So that was kind of frustrating. I was kind of making like $4 at a time for a few of my orders. And I was like, okay, no more of this. I'm not accepting anything unless it's like $15 or over. So I got a couple of those orders. I made like 100 bucks in two days. So not really good. And I, both of those days, I went out in the morning and at night. What was it? Night was the better time, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So would you just do night or why do you do mornings? Uh, I did morning because I would like go get like Dunkin' or something and then I'd turn it on just to be like, ah, screw it. Oh, that was pretty genius. That's what I like about it. See if you could pay for your coffee. (laughs) Well, yeah, that too, I guess. It's like, and, you know, I'm doing nothing that day. So get a coffee, drive around for a little bit, and then go home. See, but that's not a bad gig. Yeah, but I got to figure out how to get those higher payouts. I, I, I read a lot of stuff on Reddit and they were saying that. Yeah, like, don't move your car unless it's, like, $2 a mile, or don't move your car unless it says a $15 order, because they're, like, yeah, it's it's low-key, like, borderline, like, you're getting robbed wow. for some of these deliveries. I didn't even think about that. I'm always a great tipper on DoorDash. I mean, one of them had to have been 100% tip on what I ordered, because yeah. it was, like, $12. Oh, no. So I'll tip you $12, because oh, no. it's like, I'm not having you oh, drive. I wish I was theater. delivering to people like you more often, because I delivered to everyone. It'd be, like, a $4 order, and then it's, like, a... a like 50 a, cent tip. Oh, man, I don't even want to think about it. I'm sorry. But at least I got on the app. I, I've, I've showed Uber Eats algorithm that I will take orders. So hopefully next time I go out, and I decline a couple, they won't be mad. See, I, I'm not moving my car unless, for $5. Yep. I'm not doing that. Good for you. No. I, I'm loving the fact and that I you feel like side hustle. I feel like that's kind of their model, their business model, because, number one, this, this whole idea of having other people pick up the food doesn't always work because, like, when, you, when you're not on a set schedule, 
people aren't as reliable as you want them to be. Right. And it's not like you're you're training all of your employees of your company. You're just kind of hiring random people. Yep. For and answers. people can really like cheat the system and do bad things, I guess. So I don't know. I feel like it's like they're not going to get a lot of long time users. It's only going to be in certain areas. Yeah. I don't know. So like, and they're going to make more money. Uber Eats will make more money if they can pay the driver less. So if they have a driver that's a sucker and just accepting these $5 orders, then they're going to keep giving them $5 orders. So from now on, yeah. Oh, you think the algorithm I feel like, show you I like, feel like the algorithm does that because it's kind of wild. Yeah, it, it'll push lower orders on the person to break <laughs> them and just make them accept it, and then you lose money delivering. I mean, it, like it must, said, Uber Eats gets more money, you know? And it, if I was just a rich billionaire and, like, my company was going to go under or I had a bunch of competitors, it, apparently the market share of DoorDash is, like, 59, 59%, while Uber Eats is, like, something, like, in the 20s or 30s. Anyways, DoorDash has a larger market share. Wow. And if my company was going under, I would be like, yeah, I would do anything to save it, I guess. One of the top companies. I feel like you take care of your employees, the company gets better. I mean, exactly, but no, I feel like it's not that way. Oh well, not anymore. But... Not not. But I'm in a rural. I'm in a we're in a rural area. <laughs> we're in a really rural area, so it's different. You know, when when you're on a bike, in in a well, in a city, in a city. Yep. Yeah. You know. That's why New York, man. If you were a bike messenger, you meet bank. You get anywhere fast, in and out of traffic. Hey, I'm walking here. But yeah, I've I've always wanted to have any type of gig, just delivering anything so it was pretty fun I, I i like it i mean it's a little stressful you got the you got this like you'll be navigating to the drop-off location with the food and then all of a sudden it'll it'll set you up for another order and your screen will get taken over and it'll be like a five dollar order oh. and you'll have to like decline it but if you accidentally tap it anywhere but the x button you accept it oh no that's why i think they're baiting people because once you accept it if you don't complete the order then you're getting but then you're getting, reviewers. yeah, a bad review, and you're not going to get any more orders delivered to you wow. because that's how their company works. I don't get it. Like, I delivered everything before the expected time. I messed up one thing, and that was because they sent me to the wrong location to pick up the food. I got to the, I followed the GPS, I got there, and I was in a neighborhood, and I was like, what is going on? That was like, the smoothie this is thing. not a smoothie bar. Okay. And I was like, is someone running this out of their house? And I was like, nope, no one was doing anything. No signs for a smoothie bar. I, I scrolled down, and it's like, the juice bar is inside the LA Fitness on this road. And it was like a good 20 minutes, 15 minutes away. And I was like, oh my gosh, it took me to the wrong place. I messed that one up. I just said, screw it. I'm going to say that I accepted it and move on to the second order. And then I went to uh, Baja's, picked up the food, and delivered that. I, and then I called him and I was like, yeah, your your tracker sent me to the wrong, wrong location. Oh, you and just then, contacted Uber? Nope. Yeah, they compensated me like $3 for my time. Well, I didn't even ask for it, but I mean, I guess that's pretty cool that they gave me 3 bucks. I guess. Yeah. That's but what the hell? I'm very excited, though, that you're doing this. Yeah. Because I, you could, I, I would actually write I this I wonder up. if there's ways that you can contact them and kind of get bumped up in a way because... Like, if, if I contact them telling them that I got, like, $4 orders, $5 orders, maybe they would, like, make my account better in a way where I would get, I don't, I don't know, or tell me how to, like, only accept certain orders because right. then your acceptance rate goes down. So it's like, maybe if I called and complained, they'd do something about it <laughs> because they gave me a tip without even asking. And, like, I'm not going to sit there and take $4, $5 orders and just lose money. Oh, I... And even then, when it's a $12 order, it's a longer distance. Yep. So, But that's my Uber Eats rant. I'm going to be trying DoorDash and Shopper soon. There's also a medication delivery app, which I thought was pretty cool because it's a higher pay because it's kind of like a... Oh, yeah, specialized. Really, you need to be timely and it needs to be... Yeah, it's specialized, so... You know, you could always be a process server. I wouldn't do it. A what? A process server, you work for law firms or, you know, you're freelanced by law firms. Anybody that needs to be served, like you've been served, uh, you know, uh, divorce papers or a summons to court or just anything. Oh, just drive documents around all day? Yeah. 
You get paid pretty well. I think it's like $75 a trip. But, I mean, if you're a process server, it's you got to be very clever because you have to make sure that you're giving it to the right person. So you ask them, you know, oh, are you so-and-so? And if they see you look like a process server or something, they're not going to ex- Then they're going to be like, nope. And then you're just still stuck with those papers until you deliver them. Some people have had to chase people in the woods to to give them their papers. Oh, yeah. No, it's a crazy thing. So some people will dress up as like FedEx driver oh, man, and I pretend to be a package. That sounds so fun. That sounds so fun. If but that's do. also terrible. It's like someone's getting their divorce papers and they're running away from them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Or they're ju- or they're just unexpected, oh, and then they so see. Sad. Yeah. Oh no. Oh, you, you, you know, I'm sure you get called like a lot of names too. Oh yeah. But it's kind of interesting, and you work for a law. You'd, you'd... So how do I sign up for that? Just at a law firm. What? I don't know. I don't know what. I don't think you have to have any sort of licenses. No, like, no. But how do I would apply? Oh, just call up a law firm and be like, "Hey, you guys." Oh, or maybe create a, your own process serving company. I'm going to check this out. Uh, get an active driver's license. Okay, research requirements in the state. Oh, there's got to be an app. There is training. Training. Okay. How to become a process server in st- seven steps. Yeah, there is training. <laughs> that's funny. But it's kind of interesting. That's, that's interesting. I used to work at a... Uh, Odd job right there. I used to work at a passport place where if you needed a passport, it, w- it was... We just had like an in with the the government or whatnot where we could get a passport in 24 hours if you were flying out what's today friday like if you were flying out okay technically it wouldn't happen over the weekend but during the week but if you were flying out on sunday yeah we could get you that passport wow in 24 hours in fact i actually did it for the charlie daniels band devil went down to georgia oh really that you know the song the devil went down to georgia devil went down it's a famous fiddle song no you haven't oh wow okay well i'll play that later but um, maybe I've heard it. Yeah, the Charlie Daniels band. They were going to China, so they needed Chinese visas, and they oh, needed them in have... four days. No, they need them in four days, and it takes three days at the embassy. But we had a courier who would hand it directly to the people who were doing it. Oh yeah. So you could be a courier, like that too. I think it would probably be the same thing as a process That's server. Cool. But those couriers made that pretty cool. <laughs> that you saved their you saved their performance basically. Saved trip. Oh yeah, we saved trips and everything because you would find if you were going to certain countries, your passport had to be at least six months good. And some people would realize no, they're at five months and fifteen days. It's like you've got to get a new passport. And normally it takes six to eight weeks to get one. Wow. We'd get it in twenty four hours, but you'd pay for it hmm. in a big way. Damn. I hear there's a. Big event next week. It's like a national holiday or something on Tuesday. You're doing this again? Yeah, absolutely, I am. What's that event on uh, Tuesday, March 21st? Big, huge thing, I believe. You know, the president's going to national day. Uh, it's my birthday. Oh, good. Any big yeah. plans? No. <laughs> How would you feel about, oh, you like heights? Would you ever go skydiving? Oh, f- that. You wouldn't go skydiving? <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. Sir, not like any big things that you want to do. Here's the thing. The only thing about skydiving that bothers me is like, all you got is that parachute. And I've seen too many videos of it not releasing properly and the strings getting tied up. You know, it that would... You know, you can always I, successfully skydive once. Successfully. Because if the parachute doesn't open, you're still skydiving. But, you know, once you hit the ground, it's over. So you got one. Yeah, I don't know if I would skydive. Maybe later in life. I, I I still value my life a little bit. Well, that's good to know. But I don't know if I would skydive yet. And I think I value my life. I hate heights, but I don't know. Part of me is considering skydiving. What I really want to get? My pilot's license. Oh. For 150 bucks, you can get uh, like a one hour or a two hour kind of instructional flight. Yeah. It, They'll fly you around. They'll kind of show you everything and see if you enjoy it, and then you actually take classes. I think a couple it. of my friends um, did that. No kidding. Got... Yeah. Oh, they got their licenses or took the class. Or Lucky. Like that. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's like 10 or 15 grand. I don't know. That just, I think that's a great way to get over my fear of flying. Some people are like doing little hops over to Ma- Martha's Vineyard or Block Island oh, with other supplies. People. Yeah. Oh, supplies. Yeah. I mean, you could always bring it over on the boat. That's a good gig. Yeah, right? It must pay well. Oh, yeah. Well, Gas. Yeah. But that's all incorporated in it. 
Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, I just thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. So no bungee jumping either. Uh, I would never bungee jump. I would skydive before I bungee jumped. Yeah, but I would go cliff diving. Like, yeah, but cliff diving, you're water. not you're not going crazy high because yeah. there's a maximum velocity. Yeah, you got to do flips on the way down. Well, yeah, you do have plenty of time. Where do you go? I used to go to the trellises over by Burraville. It's just kind of like oh, railroad okay. tracks. Yes, and there there's no bridge. Yeah, exactly. Anymore. That's where I used in to the, go. In the in the far side is the better one. Yep. Yeah. That's where I go. I pretty. went there once. Oh, no, it's pretty good. Like that. Where do you go? Like, I would drive somewhere to go jump off a cliff for like two hours straight. Everyone else is like, uh, yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know. It's too worried about shit being in the water and stuff like that. I'm like, no, we'll go down. We'll check. Like, it'll be fine. See, I do actually have a fear. Yeah, is that. Yeah. When I'm in a pond or a lake or something, or just even a big body of water, if I can't see below me, I can't do it. I, I, it's almost like a claustrophobia in water. I when, get that sometimes. And I don't know why. I see what you're saying. Because I don't, you know, I love swimming, but it's just it's just the unknown that's underneath me. I'm sure if I yeah. in the Bahamas, I wouldn't care. It's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, I would love to go in, like, clear water. Block Island is the closest thing I've done. Ever been? In Mexico is pretty clear, too. Oh. Been to Mexico once. Damn you. Yeah. I've only been to Scotland. Oh, I've been twice. I'm sorry. Oh. oh, well, excuse me. Oh, and happy St. Paddy's Day to everybody. Oh, yeah. Happy St. Paddy's Day to all the Irish folk out there. Uh, go and kiss the Blarney Stone once before you die. Make sure to do it. Have you been to Ireland? No, I just had a yeah. project on that in elementary school. That's the only reason why I remember. Connemara Marble. That was the Stone of Ireland. Connemara Marble. Blarney Stone. You got to kiss it upside down. I do know that one, too. Next week, you'll be 20. I am, uh, I don't know, it just feels like another day. You're going to be here next Friday doing the podcast? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just want to make sure on that. That's it for this week's edition of Coffee Milk. I'm Mark Laporte. And I'm Mitch DiPaolo. See you next week.